0: Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast, frank podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events, with Wedding and Special Event Consultant Toby Dodge of Prepared.com and Eric Zimmerman, pianist, DJ, and Master of Ceremonies of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is, Factors to Consider When Planning an Event. In this episode, Toby and I discuss factors that contribute to the atmosphere of an event. In addition to the location and lighting, this would include having an agreed-upon itinerary to guide the natural progression of the event from one activity to the next. We also touched on conducting a wine dinner and the importance of understanding the food service protocol of a location or the caterer that you're working with. And now please enjoy Factors to Consider when planning an event.
1: I just pressed it.
0: Okay, I'm pressing mine now too. Okay. So we are recording, and you are talking to me.
1: Yes, April 24th, 2016.
0: Look at that, that sounds official.
1: (laughs) I have a question. Uh Have you found that there are different behaviors when there is a, a celebration of a holiday that you're performing at versus a celebration, whether it's a birthday or anniversary or a wedding? Is there anything about the temperament of the guests or how they relate to the music that is a little different when there is a ceremony involved versus a holiday
0: okay so if i think i understand this correctly the difference then would be that there's a ceremony involved
1: of some sort
0: an observance um some kind of a program or a format Mm -hmm. and then versus a you know, people are walking into a room and there's music, and there's uh, and they're greeting each other and there, and and I guess there's there's nothing to take their attention, mm-hmm. or or to um, guide them through the evening. Well, um, you know, I I did this party last night, mm-hmm. and. It's quite magical, this place. I've played this party, this birthday party, for years now. Mm-hmm. Probably a good five years, maybe more. And there's something about uh, the magic that happens within a location. Mm-hmm. And and there are, there are several factors that contribute to that magic. Uh, one factor is the guests. Mm-hmm people interacting with each other and enjoying the company of each other, okay? There is the, I would say, the, the decoration or the the lighting or mm. the, um, the atmosphere that's created by the things in, in, in the area. And then there's, um, I find this is an important factor, and it's not always noticed, but uh, it's the acoustics mm. of the area. And not so much just for the music, but no. that someone can easily carry on a conversation and yet still enjoy the music, or somebody calls from across the way and it's very easy for them to say hello or, or whatever, you know. So the, the space is conducive to communication. and um, And this particular party has all of those ingredients. And it's, um, quite an unusual location. And it's, um, and it's a birthday party. And and, and in this case, this particular party just goes from the beginning to the end and that's it. There, there is, there is a little bit of a, of a, a a program, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or, or or a change in that guests gather at the beginning in front of the house near the porch, and there is um, there's a solo guitarist performing there, and it's it's very simple and very just elegant what happens in, in the front porch area there, and then but then guests just naturally going through this house. It's, this house is just. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah. It's it's literally a museum repository, uh, and and one of a kind, everything. In this in this very unusual house, and so it, it, every nook and cranny has something neat to look at. Uh, so anyway, um, so people start to filter in through the house and come into the backyard, and the band, so to speak, is. Um, not playing in the back, and um the um and, but but guests are enjoying themselves and they're, mm-hmm. they're we're not scheduled to start just yet uh, there could be potentially music in both locations at simultaneously, and that would work, but uh, in this case, this uh client is is not uh either hasn't thought of that or or huh. um, doesn't want to pay for it. Oh, <laughs> um, which is fine. That's, yeah. that's totally fine. Um, but but what I like about it is that it it does give a little bit of a here's an activity in this one location, and that now we move into the back of the house for another part of the festivities, which is an extended cocktail hour. And then I was noticing mm-hmm. that they didn't get around to eating until much much later. Probably quarter to ten, almost. Oh, really? Uh, it was very late, and um, and the food was was incredible, um, but um, but it was nice because then, then everybody just like went and, and they did that activity of of eating, mm-hmm. you know, and then they came back out again for for more drinks.
1: What I love about the story is this, and the, the reason why I um, asked you the question. Was I find more and more, you know, everybody who has an event, a special event, really does care about the location. I mean, that's kind of like almost number one. And they are willing to put money into it, too. And you are so right. The atmosphere creates can add so much to the feeling. The people absolutely makes a difference. But just like you said, the acoustics, the atmosphere that the location has, as I think we talked about in one of our former conversations, when I mentioned that I got all these little notices, that a reunion that I participated in, we got comments that it was the best they've ever attended. Hmm. And I think it was just like you said. It's the combination of the people, the location, the acoustics. It all comes together. Mm-hmm. The lighting, everything. Um, it, it can be magical. And you don't even yeah. notice it. It just seems right. Right. For where you are
0: right if your attention becomes drawn to something that is uh for instance music that's too loud mm-hmm. or a um oh i don't know an hors d'oeuvre that's too salty you know <laughs> or or a um Maybe uh, maybe a guest that you know, you've talked to and it's very nice, you know. But I mean, I, I would like to talk to another guest now. Yeah. So, yeah. so so I think I think there's a balance between all of these things that um, yeah. um, causes a synergy, you know, yeah. throughout.
1: And, it is, but and it's really nice. But I
0: but I but I think that 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 having some kind of program. Or some kind of thing where we're done with this, and now we go into the next thing, whether that's announced or not, it, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter. But I think that people like to be guided through mm-hmm. the evening, mm-hmm. and that when you're done eating, somebody comes over and takes your plate, and it's and it's like kind of like okay, well that that part of it's done. Yeah. Whether again, like whether anything was said or not. Yeah. Um. Or that we've we've just enjoyed you know this section over here, and now here and this section is dessert, mm-hmm. and and I just think that um, and that's uh, what that's what's magical I think about uh, wine dinners mm. is that you have um, you know your cocktail hour and people are doing what they do at a cocktail hour, and then they they're announced chimes are rung and they're they're asked to be brought into the dining room and there's a short little bit of maybe three minutes maybe two songs five minutes of dancing and then an announcement please be seated Mm -hmm. and then you go into your first course and everything and, and maybe background music is played and not dance music is played and and then the that first course is done and then the you know you get a, a nod from the maitre d' saying that that's done and they're ready to clear. Yeah. And then invite everybody up to dance.
1: Mm-hmm. While
0: they're dancing, plates are being cleared. They're out on the dance floor for maybe five, maybe 10 minutes, 12 minutes at the most. And then you get another cue saying the next course is ready. And make that announcement. Please be seated. They're yes. back down. New course of wine. New bunch of food. Conversation starts up again, and you just do that the whole night, and it's just like it's really fun.
1: I would imagine because you have time in between to dance, and so you're not just sitting and eating and right. uh, wine. I, I can imagine that. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but have you ever had a client request uh, this would be for probably a, a wedding? um where they they don't want to dance in between courses and they just want to like have a first dance they sit down and then they have two three courses and then after the cake is ceremoniously cut they'll they'll continue they'll start to dance has that Mm -hmm. happened to you yes
0: that that, that's happened and and that's okay you know it i i guess something that you had brought up to me is that you know i i can i can envision you know the most perfect evening yeah. you know to happen and i usually suggest you know saying well this is how i think that it could go
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know but you're right that um there is there are the other vendors and the food service protocol of mm-hmm. that particular location and the way they like to do things, mm-hmm. and the way they're grooved into things, and so yeah, having these discussions and these meetings well in advance of the of the evening, mm-hmm. um, just so that we're all on the same page as to yeah. what's what's being expected.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because depending on the kind of food and how many courses, I I always get a little concerned when someone doesn't want to dance after at least. Two courses because my concern is is if each course takes about 20 minutes and by the time they clear and then serve another and whatever you could be into an hour and once I found once you have someone sitting for an hour it's a little harder to get them up <laughs> <laughs> you know especially if if the food has been pretty rich and heavy you know mm-hmm. to to get them to to want to get up and dance but there are times when someone has it in their head that you know this is the way it should be done and i like you say there are places that have a certain food service uh protocol and they prefer not to have Anybody get up and dance in between. And it usually, you know, works out fine. Uh, Although I have to tell you, I had one time I was at a lovely hotel. It's been around for a long time. And the way their system was geared is that they preferred that a coordinator not talk to the band leader or DJ directly. Something must have happened at this location
0: Hmm.
1: or, uh, or many times where the kitchen, I mean, this one particular location was known for its food. I mean, and service it's top notch. And this is just the way they were for many years. I think it's probably changed now, but, For a good 10 years that I knew of, Mm -hmm. they did Mm -hmm. not want to break service, number one. And if you had to make a change, you had to go through the maitre d'. Mm -hmm. The maitre d' would then talk to the kitchen, decide if that was possible, according to the food service. And then the maitre d' would go to the band leader. And then I would be informed as to... (laughs) What was going to happen? So the first time, no, for sure, if they were really serious about that. But when the nature d' came over to me and very politely said, if you have any comments, couldn't have been nicer, uh, or changes, please make sure you go through me first. And so I just wanted to say... And then you'll be talking to the to the band directly? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. Now, because I was cooperative, and it actually, the evening went very well, I was invited back to that location to work again. Because I assure you, if I had <laughs> been... Difficult. I don't know that I would be invited back. (laughs) So sometimes, you know, if it's a private club at times or if they if it's a hotel or banquet center and they just have a certain way of doing things, they they've they've got their hot list and they (laughs) they've got. You know, a list of people that probably will not be welcome back. I mean, it's mm. that strict sometimes. And I don't think the public knows about that, you know? They just, because you don't want to share. I don't think so, at least. Because you want the client to think that they've chosen a terrific place, you want them to have good feelings, you don't want them worrying, you right. know, about something. And yes, it does take a couple extra minutes, but for their sensibilities, at least no one has said to me personally, you can't talk to your client. (laughs) That would be a game changer for me. But when it comes to, you know, conducting business in a certain way, it's like, I know enough, you know, you don't walk into a kitchen. Uh, hmm. in a major hotel or banquet center without permission. You just don't. Right. And, um, um, uh, unless there's an emergency and you feel you have to. But, uh, I remember one, one time we could not find the cake knife. It, you know, it just disappeared. And I know that it was probably a very common shape and it went into some pile of silver. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just couldn't find it. And fortunately, they did find it the next day. But, you know, at 1 a.m., I was not going to ask them to stand there and, you know, look for it. Um, Because I knew that, if they couldn't see it quickly, it probably was in the dishwasher already or something. Mm-hmm. So it was a little scary because it wasn't mine. If it was mine, that was one thing. But it, it was the client. And we were fortunate and got it back. Um, but there, there have been times where um, in transits, somebody gives you something like a cake knife where it'll go to the kitchen, a maitre d' or a catering manager will give me the item, and then I physically walk it to the place where the gifts are, and I think Uh it's safe. Uh And then when the family comes to take things, I then say, cake, knife, goblets i'm moving and talking and using my hands that's fine
0: <laughs> that that that. you know this is real i know i know, this is,
1: I know. We're, we're sometimes this i get um uh reflective uh, well
0: i think that's because you care
1: yes very much and so very much you, so
0: you know so so yes and i and i know that you care yeah so.
1: yeah but I'm thrilled that you, you can have a party like you had. And what's so nice is that you're invited back because you said it's been at least five years.
0: Yeah, at least. At least. I, I can't recall when it started. I
1: know. I know. So that's always a pleasure when you have that opportunity. Well, I'm afraid I have to end because my husband is going to want dinner.
0: <laughs> well, all right. Let's...
1: Feed that hungry man. Will do.
0: You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626-797-1795 or contact Eric by email, eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E R I C. At ElegantMusic.com Contact Toby by email. Toby at Prepared.com That's T-O-B-E-Y at P-R-E-P-A-I-R-E-D dot com Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.